0: Hello and welcome to the Tennis Menu's daily ATP final show. Val Febo here with you. Remember, next week on thetennismenu.com, we have got our all-important webinar. It's on Wednesday, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Myself and the coaching guru, Mark Sipoulis, is going to talk about all things coaching for an hour. 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. You can subscribe via all the links we're posting on our social media pages and also on the link below on the page as well on our social media pages here um, on the video. But we do have a big show in store for you today. Is it the changing of the guard? Dominic Team and Daniel Medvedev have risen to the occasion with utter gusto. Team in a two hour, 54 minute epic over Novak Djokovic that consisted of two tiebreaks, five points, come back in the third set tiebreaker. Whilst Daniel Medvedev was a set down, had a break in the second, Rafa came back to force the tiebreak, Medvedev holding firm and winning it in. We do have a big final team versus Medvedev. We are excited for it. It was the U S open semifinal this year. The quality of tennis did not disappoint. We are pumped, but let's get into the agenda and we've got to introduce the two guys that make this show what it is. And it is Mark. He missed out yesterday. We brought him back in and he's still wearing the same outfit.
1: <laughs> oh, I've been, I was omitted. I, I thought I'd never be allowed to come back on this show. Shane was absolutely brilliant as he always is, but, um, it's nice to be back. Obviously, missing yesterday, being on the tennis court the whole day, it was a bit challenging for me to, to get out of there. But um, you guys did a great job. So, yeah, what, what an incredible night of tennis, and can't wait to, to jump into it with you guys.
0: Yep, Shane was absolutely fantastic. Remember the data-driven sports analytics and the data analysis package we have on the tennismenu.com. Subscribe to that or buy that for $39.90 US dollars as well. So um, absolutely fantastic package. And for the full package, for the full year subscription, we do have our daily code, our discount code, that we'll share with you at the end of the program. Joel Frucci joins us as well. He's a little bit dusty this morning. How are you?
2: Yeah, I'm all right, boys. Um, I am dusty though. So apologies if I'm a bit off colour this morning.
0: Uh, at least you're wearing some different clothes. That's uh, that's all we can say. Um, yeah. But, well, look, I honestly, I don't know where to start. I really don't. But I think we have to start with team and Novak. I woke up at, I don't know what I was doing. I was I was half asleep. You know when you check your phone and you're half asleep in the morning? And I checked the scores at 540, I don't know why, and saw, and saw the score and was just absolutely perplexed as to how the match went so long. It was three, two hours and 54 minutes. Team overcoming Novak, 7-5, 6-7, 7-6. But the drama that encapsulated this match was just truly on epic proportions because Team had four match points in that second set tiebreak with Djokovic one 12-10, which it was just genuinely stunning. And then Team was down four love. Good set tiebreak. And seven, uh, I think it was 7-5 seven, uh, seven, or 7-4, but he, he just, he went he's and the commentator summed it up perfect he turned it was seven five in that final set tie break, and he turned his backhand and forehand into bazookas they became lethal weapons you might as well have registered them on the weapons list because mm-hmm. he was hitting them that hard and there was nothing no that could do one of the best retrievers in the history of tennis there was nothing he could do and it was it was truly scintillating and mark when someone is playing that level of tennis there really isn't much you can do is there
1: no there isn't and obviously um novak put up a massive fight you know saving four match points in that second set tiebreaker to to force it to the third and then obviously having a four love lead in that third set breaker obviously novak will be disappointed but when the player plays at that level i mean you can't do much about it and dominic team we know what he can do off both wings. He's you know, I talk to kids when I'm developing them as players around having, you know, a shield, which is your defensive shot and your, and your sword, which is your offensive shot. He just possesses two swords. And it's like he's going into battle with just no protection. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to just go and, uh, go, go and knife everyone that's in front of me. And, and literally, when it works, it's just unbelievable to watch. He was, uh, he was clean. He was aggressive. And uh, it's for the back end of that tiebreaker, there was nothing Novak could do, even though what an incredible match Novak did play as well.
0: Exactly. And to come back, and this is the thing about Novak Djokovic, one of those match points, he came in and he ripped a forehand down the line and it painted it. it. It was that perfect. And to do that on match point down takes something absolutely special. And we know that is Novak Djokovic. But the mental fortitude that we see time and time again from him to come back and hold his nerve and, and save those match points when he needs to and come back and win is something that's, that's become so common. But for team to actually hold his nerve and then come from behind himself, Joel, I think was the most important thing for Dominic to show that, you know what? In best of three-set tennis, it's even. It is an even playing field between the big three and then the next crop is the big three. won two of the three slams this year. But next year, I think we can really watch out for what team and Medvedev are both going to do. But what Dominic was able to produce in that third set tiebreak, as I said, he went for bazooka.
2: Yeah, he did, and um, you know, I think uh, I think that point about sort of the mental fortitude and being able to back himself. I think that's really uh, a really key component of uh, Dominic bridging that gap um, between himself and and the big three, and really consolidating his place in that in that big grouping. But um, yeah, I mean, the sort of the power that we're going to see between uh, Team and Medvedev is is just super exciting and. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait. I think it's a really good end to 2020 that we've got these two guys that are kind of just on the, on the brink of, of, of breaking through. We know what they can do and they're going head-to-head in, in the year-end finals. It's, uh, it's, it's really, really exciting. And um, talking of, of Daniil, we'll get to him in a sec, but I mean, what, what he was able to do uh, against Rafa in the end, he, he finally did break that ceiling um, of actually getting a win against him. But um, in the end, he not only went toe-to-toe with him, but he actually outlasted him.
0: And that's exactly right. And that's what we'll get into. I think Rafael Nadal, well, he won the first set pretty convincingly. Medvedev, a breakup in the second. And Nadal forcing that tie break, but For Medvedev to show his own fortitude and come out and win that tiebreak, when he's had some heartbreaking results against Nadal um, in, in the past. And the last two matches that they've played, of course, have been heartbreakers. But, yeah, I, I think for him to come out and win that match the way he did in, um, and to break Nadal to do it. I thought was really impressive. So he wins that 6-3, uh, sorry, 3-6, 7-6, 6-3 and to move through to his first year ending championships uh, final as well, as you mentioned, Joel, undefeated, the only undefeated player left in the draw as well. And he, he can get the full ranking points of 1,500. But, Mark, I think speaking of mental fortitude and and what Medvedev was able to do, Nadal is probably the only one that's been able to nullify the Medvedev game and to really hammer him down when he needs to. But today it was a different story. Medvedev clubbed 42 winners past Rafa and really went out with the intent, didn't he?
1: He did. And uh, I mean, we've said it throughout the whole week, like Medvedev's serve isn't probably his his weapon of mass destruction, but he served 13 aces. I mean, that's just incredible... Um, you know the guy can retrieve. The guy can be aggressive, and today was obviously one of those days where he had to take the game away from Rafael Nadal, which he did. And you know the amount of winners he hit just uh, just evidence the intent that he did have when he walked onto that court. You you can't allow Rafa to play the way he wants to play and to be able to get you above your shoulders, uh, to get you moving wide. You have to take the game away from him. And that's exactly what Medvedev did, and he did it to perfection. And as you said, undefeated throughout this whole week. And. The, the conditions have definitely suited him. The indoor, the fast, hard court. I mean, from the start of the tournament, he and, he and Djokovic looked like the two players that would suit the best. And obviously, Dominic Team has come through and shown that he can handle it as well. But uh, incredible to watch, you know, the way Medvedev has been able to play through the court, play aggressive, be able to defend when he needs to, but uh, come up with the big moments at the right times.
0: Yeah, and he definitely has. And I think watching him, watching him play this morning, I think, was, was such a good indication of his analysis of the Rafael Nadal game and how he was able to solve the puzzle. And Joel, I think watching how Medvedev was able to utilize the net, he understood when Nadal was going to play the slice. He understood when Nadal was going to do certain things and that allowed him to get controls or to gain control of points at, at critical times in this match.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like Daniil as well, like in a similar vein, we were talking about, about Zverev and how he's a... A really good front runner. I kind of feel like, kind of feel the same about Danil um, as well. Even though Rafa did peg him back, um, once he's up and going, uh, and and confident, he's he's pretty hard to he's pretty hard to stop. And um, obviously in the end, as uh, as as we were talking about before, he did uh, he did get on top of of Rafa and and physically, which was the most impressive thing. He like at, uh, in the in the third set towards the end of the third set, um, he really did um, you know well and truly have his measure and. That was probably the. I can't remember ever seeing Rafa as fatigue. I mean, it's been it's been a fair while since I've seen him that tired.
0: But it's always at this tournament. This is the one where Rafa always struggled to sort of get through, and we've seen him make the final twice. But how many times has he actually pulled out of this tournament uh, in the round robin or before a ball has even been hit? It always seems to be Rafa. That's that one player that always does. Um, by the time the year gets to this point, it's always hard for him to to try and. Well, I guess get through the tournament. And because he plays such a 150% 150 type game into every shot that he plays, it's hard. And it's not easy for him to get through because it is hard on his body and he's had that history of injuries. And I don't think he played a bad brand of tennis, but Nadal, uh, Mark, sorry, you mentioned the other day Nadal's sort of fortitude at the net and how good he is. It was only fitting that he came in on kind of a, a weird shot at the end and then the volley didn't, or I think, to give up match point. Um, uh, to give up match point, he came in probably wasn't the best approach shot, and then the net, the volley that he tried to hit didn't even end up going over the net. So I guess it was fitting that Medvedev was able to exploit that and exploit Nadal's net skills, and and then end up converting the match point uh, in the next uh, the next time round.
1: Yeah, Nadal's obviously got. Um, you mentioned before he's a high intense player. He obviously. Can get fatigued quite easily um, towards the back end of the year because he puts so much into every single match, every single training session. He's built upon being an amazing athlete, and uh, you know his net game is is not a pure net game in a sense. He's a he's more of an aggressive baseline that comes in at the right moments. And, you, and you're right, he finished off the match coming in at a poor moment, uh, poor approach and uh, obviously Medvedev took the took the cake there. But you know, I think uh, Daniil, hats off to him. I think he's he's. He's shown that he's thereabouts. We spoke about this the other day. Is it does it show that these guys, in terms of team, in terms of Medvedev, um, you know, Zverev, are they at the level of Nadal Djokovic? They are, but we did speak off-air about this. Can they do it over five sets? That is, to me, the challenging component of that. And we know Dominic's team has been able to do it, but can the likes of Medvedev, Zverev, um, these sort of guys get through to a grand slam final, beat Nadal in a five setter, beat Djokovic in a five setter? That remains to be seen. But Right now, I mean, there's no hotter players, no two hotter players in the A2B tour than Daniel Medvedev and, and Dominic Team. So it's just fitting that they're both in the final. And uh, it's a contrast of games, two different players, the way they play, one heavy, one flat. Um, you know, it's going to be extremely different to watch. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's going to be a hard one to pick about who's going to win this. But, uh, you know, well done to Rafa. I think we, we did probably discount him in this tournament, as, as you did say, he has a, a poor record coming through to this this event, but um, has showing that he's, you know, the champion he is you know, and he's been here for a long time and obviously fought his way through it. And, you know, it's a credit to him. He did test uh, Daniil, but Daniel came through in the end.
0: Yep, exactly right. And he was, he was phenomenal. And I think it's so good. They're both likable characters, team and Medvedev. So, well, let's get into the preview. Team leads three, one head to head against Daniel Medvedev. They've met uh, four times since 2018. Um, the matches, Although I think only one of them has ever gone the distance, one of them has gone three sets. All other three have gone in straight sets victories to either pair. So it's interesting, and I think what impressed me the most about Dominic Team today, he was unbroken in two hours and fifty four minutes against Novak Djokovic, mm. and he doesn't he doesn't have a big serve by any means, Joel, but he was unbroken. Mm against the best returner that's ever played tennis. this is—I think—that I think that is the most underrated stat of such a long time. The team has been able to do what he did this morning. And it's such a rare occurrence. Djokovic played a ripping brand of tennis today. So to watch what team was able to do was was genuinely phenomenal.
2: Yeah, it really was. And looking ahead to the final, um, I mean, I really don't know where to start with this because we've got two guys that are just in such, such great form and... I think it's probably fair to say that that both guys Dominic Thiem and Daniil Medvedev this is probably the almost the best form that either guy has ever been in maybe you could you could make a case for Medvedev at the US Open um, in 2019 and certainly Dominic Thiem I mean what he's what I mean he's had an unbelievable season um, as we know and Daniil's just hitting form at the at the right time clearly so look um, you know there's been a few tough matches to pick this this event but um, you know, uh, fittingly, the the final is uh, is is another one of those. I mean, it's um, it's it's just really really difficult to to go one way or the other. Or, or the other, I think probably team. I'm just leaning towards him um, a little bit, but um, I'm interested to hear what you think, Mark.
1: Yeah, look, I I'm the same. I think we have found it hard to pick anyone in this tournament, to be honest. So um, I think the only I'll stick with probably Medvedev only because I went with him at the start of the tournament and the conditions, but. No, no confidence whatsoever I feel like they're both playing some great tennis um, again we'll look at who's the player who's going to serve the best and, and return the best obviously they're the the two key components on a fast court is that you're got to look at your serve and return those first two balls are going to be critical um, who can take the control if Medvedev keeps serving the way he is and I think he served 11 and 13 aces consecutively in the last two matches if he can do something similar and win sort of 80% of his first serve points then I think he'll probably win the match but uh Obviously, you're right, the way Dominic team served against Novak Djokovic, if you can not be broken against the world's best returner and probably the best returner of all time, you're doing a good job. So, you know, you're right, Joel. It's going to be a challenging match Um, and obviously one that I can't wait to watch. It's going to be one that I'm going to sit up and and take real note of because I think they're both playing some exceptional tennis. And, yeah, uh, it's a really, really, really hard one. And I don't know where it's going to sit. Um, I don't know who has the the upper hand before you walk onto the court. But uh, I I think I'll just go with Medvedev just in a a tight three set. I'll go 6-4 in the third set to Medvedev.
0: Yep, that's not a bad pick. And I I think the way – if team clubs the ball the way that he did against Novak Djokovic, I think Medvedev will have a hard time of it. But then again, the guy has the ability to nullify so many – so many aspects and so many facets of, of everyone's game and and he can just take the pace of the ball when he needs to. He can change the angle on a dime like that. Um, he, he's just so creative in the way that he goes about it. But the brute force of Dominic Team might be able to force its way through. Joel, what's your pick for the match?
2: Uh, I'm going to go Team in three. But having said that, yeah, very, very, very difficult to split it.
0: Yep, I, ooh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go team in three as well. I think this one's going to go 7-5, seven, 7-6 seven, in the third set. I just think the way that both are playing, it's so cruel that both of them have beaten Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal in the same tournament and only one of them is going to win. It's really cruel and it's not every day that you can beat both of those and not win the title. Um, it's it's just bizarre, but I guess it's what we're, we're dealing with here at the year-end finals. It's a tournament where anything can happen and we've seen that this week and... I think what Dominic team has produced, um, I think, yeah, that Rublev match is a bit of a uh, is an, underly- an outlier. I don't think we can really take anything from that. Shane that yesterday. It was a bit of a tank. The intensity and the reach wasn't there. He wasn't really going for too much, just trying to preserve himself for what he knew was going to be an epic against Novak Djokovic. And I guess he proved that. So, um Look, we'll definitely see what happens, and yeah, I do think it's going to be Dominic Team um, that wins that in a very tight three-setter. So Joel and myself going with Dominic Team, and Mark going with Daniel Medvedev. So at least one of us will be right on uh, on tomorrow's final review show. But that's all we have time for today on the Tennis Menus Daily ATP Final Show. And remember, Daily Show Ten is the code you need to put in for your 10% discount to our annual subscription of $99.90 US dollars. That includes over 600 tennis-specific drills and resources to make you a better tennis coach or player or fan just to understand the game. Put in that uh, code, Daily Show 10 um, when you subscribe on the website and um, we'll give you 10% off that subscription as well. So enjoy, tennis fans. Mark Sapoulos, thank you very much today. Great to have you back on the show.
1: Yeah, it was good to be to be let back on the show, to be honest. After Shane's performance yesterday was was scintillating and I've come off the bench and hopefully uh hopefully kick my one or two goals here. And uh well done to you guys on keeping the show going and
0: uh looking forward to tonight's match. Very much looking forward to it. Joel Frucci, thank you, and um, go have some bacon and eggs.
2: Uh, Yeah, that and a whole bucket of coffee, my friend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've got my coffee right here. Thanks to my girlfriend, Rachel. She brought me one in just before the show. So um, very much enjoying that. But thank you very much, guys. Val Ferbo, Mark Tafoulos and Joel Frucci joining, uh, joining you on the Tennis Menus Daily ATP Final Show. We'll see you for one last time tomorrow, guys. It's going to be a massive night of tennis.